This is the KRMG Afternoon News with Skylar Cooper. Time for the BA Breakdown here on the KRMG Afternoon News, where we check in with uh, all things Broken Arrow with City Manager Michael Spurgeon. He joins us live. Hey, Michael, how are you doing? Skylar, I'm doing great on this Tuesday afternoon. How are you doing? Doing really well. Um, and I want to tell you that this is the, the kind of exciting life that I lead, that uh, after <laughs> after we got off the air last week, I went home and I uh, pulled up the uh, Broken Arrow uh, OK.gov website and watched the city council meeting along with you guys because I was just so curious of what was going to happen with that amphitheater discussion. Uh, that was obviously huge news last week that that was um, announced. And then, it, of course, was approved. So uh, really interesting stuff that I heard from the developer, including how uh, detailed the, they have already looked into things, like the way the sound is going to be handled because they don't want neighbors upset. And the way you guys had already spoke to um, the different departments about getting water fixed up and the streets widened. So it sounds like uh, now that the approval's there, uh, things can start to happen. What what do you think is going to happen next? Well, I, I, I just want to send a shout out to Jennifer Rush, our economic development manager, because she has led a comprehensive initiative from all the department directors, as well as the city council and other partners uh, in the area to make sure that we I've thoroughly looked at this project to make sure that it was going to be a good public-private partnership for Broken Arrow. And yes, I mean, the, the action steps that we have to complete, uh, there are certainly many, and I'm very confident uh, that we're going to uh, be able to meet those action steps. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to announce that uh, late last week, uh, we did get a letter out to the property owner where the um, amphitheater is going to be and that uh, homeowner as uh, property owner has signed it. And so we'll start the process to, to do the purchase sale agreement to move forward with the acquisition of the 41 acres. And then the big thing right now, besides the land is actually both parties notes live in the city are working on construction estimates and time estimates for exactly the cost for all of the improvements that each are going to be making. And then also the time estimates so that we can apply those to the agreement and to determine actually when we can start construction in 2024. So then we'll know what type of concert schedule we're going to be able to implement sometime in the middle to later part, hopefully of 2025. Well, I know that this uh, the Notes Live, the company had looked at other areas and I heard they even considered some of the other suburbs around town. Do, can you confirm that? And do you know what it was that put BA over the top? Yes, they did. I mean, they came to our city after looking at a couple of locations and other parts of our great metropolitan area. And we showed them our events park, which uh, we immediately shared with them that uh, back in 2011, the city council approved uh, the concept of an amphitheater in the events park. And that we showed them that location and the close proximity to the turnpike and how easy it was to get on and off. And then also how close it was to get from the rest of the region to the site and I think that was probably the number one consideration that they had. And then secondly, is that I believe it's about the relationships and partnerships that we formed. I mean, we we immediately, I, I feel like, bonded in terms of uh, the developer and the city in terms of what we were trying to accomplish for our community region. And then it just became a matter of trust. And I think we built that trust quickly in order to make sure that, that we were confident they're going to do what they say they're going to do, and they were confident we're going to be making the investment. And it all culminated with the city council's unanimous agreement on October 3rd. Well, we look forward to following developments on that. And as they come up, we'll, we'll ask about them here on the BA Breakdown. But I do want to get to some other things, including a really important event that I see happening out in Broken Arrow tomorrow. You know, here on 
the the show, the KRMG Afternoon News. We try to find the good news out there, but unfortunately, there's a lot of a lot of um, bad things. You know, there's there's a lot of crime that goes on, and some of that is domestic violence. And I see that the Broken Arrow Police Department is uh, teaming up with Divis tomorrow to try to just have a community conversation. And as I understand it, help people understand, I guess, how some of these situations go and what people can look for. Can you tell us about that event? Yes, I'm so glad that you're asking me this question, Skyler, because according to our police department, domestic violence is the number one call that we receive and makes up a majority of the violent crime calls that come into our police department that we have to respond to. And the number of calls, for example, uh, last year was about 195, and, and right now it's a little bit over 200. And so awareness is so important. And so the police department, led by, by Chief Barry Hill and his team and the Domestic Violence Intervention Services, also known as DIVIS, they're going to be hosting a community conversation to help and uh, provide more awareness and to confront the interpersonal violence that happens not only just in Broken Era, but every, this is open to the public because it's so important to make sure that we're doing education, we're raising awareness, and then sharing resources because we have got to do something about lowering this because there's just too many people that are victims of uh, senselessly, and we need to make sure that we try to get uh, the resources and the awareness out to those so they'll know that there are services out there that can help them. I want to get to some of our listener questions before we run out of time today as well. So uh, thank sure. you to our texters here at uh, 918-460-KRMG. The first one is from Ben. And I know we just announced the, uh, the big amphitheater thing here, but Michael, this is uh, asking for the moon a little bit, but we'll see if you have something in mind. Uh, ben in Broken Arrow was wondering if you could have a dog park or a gathering place style park in BA. Um, and I guess this is the neighborhood he lives in. He's talking about... Um, kind of Albany, Hillside, east of Bass Pro, over toward, somewhere toward the high school. So my question, I'll just broaden that out. Is there plans to uh, do anything in the parks department uh, over there by the high school or to the west? Well, there two, there's two answers to the question for Ben. The first one is no, there is not any plans for us to do anything in Ninhas, which would be the most ideal place for a dog park. Um, but I can tell you this is that um, I'm so excited to announce to the public, as I've already shared this with the council, is that we're going back to our voters for a very large general obligation bond package, probably in April of 2026. And we're going to be putting out a survey right after the beginning of the year asking for citizens their input on what projects they would like to see, what type of road improvements, and really just all things to maintain the great quality of life. And I believe a dog park in Ninhas and possibly even one in our new park on Elam Park in the southwest part of the city would be great additions, even though we have the the park that's that's out there on um, basically on 101st by Garnett. But I do believe we need another one uh, definitely in the north part of our community. So that's something that I know is going to be included in the package to present to council but I'd like to get the public's input on that because I hear about this all the time. So, Ben, when you get that survey, please respond. All right. And another texture here, uh, there's no name on this one, but they said, question for Mr. Spurgeon. Will Broken Arrow Parks be stocking trout in the event center pond again this year? Um, the answer to the question is yes. Timing, I don't know. But I will certainly find out that was an incredible initiative that was kicked off by some firefighters and private citizens. And Matt Hendren, our parks director, and his team jumped on it immediately. And so I can I can share with you that we are going to try to continue to do that. And then when we build the amphitheater, the the stocking of the the pond or the lake out there at the events park is not going to be affected. 
In fact, we're going to try to enhance the improvements around it. And so I want to keep that uh, stock because the council made it very clear. It's important that we continue to make that an area and a place where people can go fish. So the answer is yes, but just look for more information about the timing. All right. Love it. Michael Spurgeon, the city manager in Broken Arrow. That's our time for the BA Breakdown this week. We'll talk next week. Okay, Skyler. Have a great week, my friend. Bye-bye.